be a cover version, though. Yeah, right, that they did at the end. That's good. Wait, I don't know if... I didn't look up the music of the song at the end of Resurrection, but I'm pretty sure that's the band with the female singer that, like, got on stage and, like, pissed on a dude in the audience. I don't know if you guys saw that video. I I saw someone mention that somewhere. It's fucking insane. It's, like, insane. I I bet it is. But we haven't gotten yeah. to Resurrections yet, Todd. If you're tuning in just now, or this just popped up in your podcast feed, we are going to talk about Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolution, and in the subsequent episode following this, Matrix Resurrections. Matrix Resurrection? No S? Uh, yeah. Uh, they, you know yeah I'm pretty sure they added an S. Wait, Really? I think when it popped up, it said resurrection, and then an S like came in. Okay, all right. So <laughs> he missed go. the memo. I was like, "Oh, we're doing this. We're doing this, guys." The movie is called Resurrections. So. All right, it's called Resurrections. Perfect. So Matrix we, Erections. Yeah, Matrix Erections. Uh, we're going to talk about the first three movies first, and we'll get into the fourth movie. So if you don't want anything about the Matrix spoiled for you, you haven't watched the Matrix or whatever it may be, this is your chance, your last chance from this point forward. We we're talking about all Matrix all the time. So. Pause this, play it another time, skip it for now, whatever you may be, this is your last chance. Uh, before we even get into that, though, I have to say, this month is probably the the most movies I think maybe I have ever watched in one month. Like, I watched all four Matrix movies. I watched the fourth mm-hmm. Matrix movie twice uh, mm-hmm. in one week, and I watched 8-Bit Christmas, uh... Muppets Christmas Carol and a bunch of other movies unwillingly just on because Jen was watching holiday movies. But I feel like there was something else I watched. Oh, don't look up. I watched all of this shit like in a matter of a couple of weeks. Uh, You're a movie guy now. I'm a fucking I texted Todd. I I was so drunk last night. I texted Todd. I go, yo, I'm such a big fucking movie guy now. He's like, (laughs) why? What are you watching? Don't look up. But uh, movie wasn't bad. How was 8-Bit Christmas? I will say, surprisingly, it was not bad. Like, it's not I, I would it's probably like, watch that movie again, deal. maybe, in another Christmas. Like, I would probably watch it again. I, my only gripes with the movie were, besides the fact that I don't really particularly care too much for MPH, uh, outside of How I Met Your Mother, uh, I actually did enjoy him in, in, in uh, Resurrections, but we'll get to that. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a good movie. I'd I'd watch it again. I I like laughed at it genuinely. Like I thought it had some funny moments. I thought it told a good story. My, my biggest gripe with it was probably besides again him because I I think he's his character is kind of annoying in, in that movie. Uh, I I meant to look it up to see why there was no like like the only Nintendo games that they really reference in it are Paperboy, Joust rampage and like maybe one or two other games and i thought it was weird that they didn't really have like more staple nintendo games and i'm wondering if that was just like a they couldn't get nintendo Nintendo. to be like sure um or if they had to like pay for that but i feel like you don't have to pay for that that's more of just like a you need them to say that's fine um they mentioned super mario once by name but anyways it was a fun movie I i enjoyed it anyways Welcome, everyone, to the Fast Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about Neil Patrick Harris too much. Each 
and every week we have a new episode for you. And I, I, I haven't fucked up the intro in a long time. I just fucked up the intro. Uh, anyways, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely, don't know what day of the week it is, evening. Is it Tuesday? What is today? It's Monday. 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 Is Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. Joining me is the anime senpai himself. They call him Mai Tai Mike for a reason. Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? I wonder what that reason is. Brennan is still drunk from yesterday, apparently. Probably. I, I woke up confused. I thought I bought Pokemon cards. I don't know. Uh, also joining us is the Fortnite father, Mr. Todd William Gary. Son is middle name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, how did I do that? What the I don't fuck? know. I forgot my middle name for a second. When you said it, I was like, oh, wait, yeah, that is right. <laughs> did I really just, what the fuck? Yeah, well, I am. <laughs> Anyways, Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. You know what Neil Patrick Harris's best movie is? <laughs> I don't know. Harold and Kumar. I thought you would say that. I thought you would say it. Uh, Dom gave a very disapproving noise. Wait, what? No, Dom, Dom, Dom. Huh? Gone Girl? Is that what you said, Mike? Gone Girl? That's what I said. I haven't seen it, but I know he's there. Was he in he, Gone Girl? Yeah, he's yeah. like the creepy guy. Um, the other creepy guy. No, Dr. Horrible is probably no Patrick Harris's best movie. Oh, yeah. No, that's fair. I don't even know I what Dr. Horrible is. It was a musical with him and Felicia Day and uh, what's his face from uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, so oh, I, I, on Netflix. Even, I, think, I wouldn't even watch that based off of just Felicia Day being in it. Anyways. Okay. It was uh, directed by, by Joss Whelan. Oh, fuck Joss Whedon, too. <laughs> did you just call him Joss Whelan, Mike? I did forget his name. I forgot his name in the middle of it. <laughs> I got to the W and I was like, what is his name again? William. He got so, he got so blacklisted from Hollywood that I just forgot. I forgot him. What if the next time I introduce Todd, I'm like, Todd, and then I said his social security number, Gary. Like, what, like, how, how did you know that? I don't, I don't know. Uh, and then rounding us out this evening is the Disney daddy, Dominic Forty, wearing his fucking shining, shimmering Toy Story light-up sweater. How are you doing, Dom? I'm doing well. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Anyways. Like I said, we're going to talk about The Matrix, so if you don't want spoilies for The Matrix, get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, sorry, this movie is 20 years old. I the mean, first one's 20 years old. Listen, Mike, it was basically new to me. I mean, two and three, I definitely had never seen before. We'll just say yeah. that off the bat. If you, if you haven't seen The Matrix movies, you should wake up. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, I, I will say, I, and I think I probably have said this to the three of you off the podcast, I'm actively mad at myself that I never rewatched The Matrix as an adult because, like, the the Matrix, the first movie is probably like in my top five easy. Like that movie fucking blew me away. It was a fantastic film. It was very very fucking good. I'm mad that and uh, it took it took the fucking fourth movie for for anyone to suggest watching these movies. We're watching fucking Gummo over here and well, we're I mean, watching I feel The Matrix. Like I just assumed everyone watched The Matrix at this point. You can you, you listen at this point. You can assume I have seen Country Bears and nothing else. That's what you can assume. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, we're here for good film. This is a good film club. Um, but before we get into The Matrix, 
which released in 1999, which when I looked up that, I mean, obviously we knew that because 20, 20 years or whatever, but like the fact that this is a 1999 movie, like what other movies were coming out in 1999? Like big, like blockbuster films. Was X-Men 1999? X-Men was 2000, 2001. The big budget of 1999 was The Phantom Menace, Your Boy. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Was Blade 1999? Blade was 98, no. I think. Cruel Intentions, She's All That, Magnolia, Big Daddy, Sleepy Hollow, American Pie, Boondock Saints, Varsity Blues. Nothing like really big. Like that was pretty much like. I mean, Todd, big... he did just say Phantom Menace, which I, I would Menace, argue yeah. is a is probably the biggest movie that released that year. I guess. I don't even, I don't know that is. The Mummy. Um, oh, oh, shit. Ooh. Did The Mummy do well when it came out? The yeah. World was not sure. enough. Yeah. Um, um, October Sky with. A uh, friend of the show, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, Deep, Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea, Six Sense. <laughs> is that the one where like Nick, is that the one where Nick Fury gets eaten by a shark? Is that what Deep Blue Sea is? Yeah. Oh, Stuart Little. Fight Stuart Club. Little. Rabbit. Um, great movie. Anyways, get, re- pulling this back on track because we got to schedule <laughs> the first movie. <laughs> uh, Inspector Gadget. Oh, with Matthew, with Matthew Broderick. Uh, I was gonna say who played Inspector Gadget. I knew yeah, who was I no clue. Um, Muppets from Space. Ooh. I don't know if I ever seen Muppets from Space. Baby yeah, Geniuses. Wild Wild West. Ooh. I was watching that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Mike was fucking having a 20th anniversary like, week over here. Zena Girl of the 21st Century. <laughs> no, don't be bringing these Zena Zoog Zena. movies. Don't bring these fucking Zoog movies into this. Ooh, The Iron Giant. I still haven't seen that. Oh, I almost want to pick that one as my next pick. It's, it's That's a good, a good movie. movie. Um. Toy Story the, 2 and Tarzan were Disney that year. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I mean there were still there there were there were good movies there, coming there out. Some bangers. There but I feel bangers. like I feel like I mean, I don't know. You guys would probably be a better gauge of this than me since I don't watch movies. But I feel like did the Matrix like kind of uh, change the landscape of like science fiction films at the time? I feel like I feel like this was a very very different movie compared to what has been coming out prior. I don't no. think Blade would have had that weird nightclub scene in it if it wasn't for the Matrix. I don't I, I don't even think I, I don't know if I've ever seen Blade. Are we sure yeah, I think about Blade that? came out. Yeah, I'll look right I'm now, looking it up. I'm pretty sure Blade came out in ninety eight. The Matrix came out in March thirty first, nineteen ninety nine while while you guys were looking that up with yeah, a budget of ninety eight, okay. Uh, with a budget of sixty three mil. Uh, that's what, amazing what, actually. What what do you think this uh, this worldwide box office closed at? Any guesses? Five hundred million. I don't know. Did it get a re-release? According to Box Office Mojo, I don't see a re-release here. I don't think I had a re-release. I would say probably two hundred or two fifty. Odd saying five. Mike saying two fifty. Dumb. I don't know. That's it's it's tough. What what would it what was the budget sixty? Sixty-three. I'm gonna go three hundred. Okay. All right. Five times. Uh, closing closing with a worldwide uh box office at four hundred and sixty-three and a half mil. Uh the Matrix was a fucking success. If I've ever seen one. Right. Um <clears throat> so I mean I guess we can just kind of get right into it. Um this was coming from the Wachowskis, who were previously uh, before the Matrix. Where's my tab here? 
I think I just closed out of it. I definitely just closed out of it. Um, previously, they had uh, written and directed such films as Bound, which Todd referenced, and Assassins, which are two movies I have no idea what they are. Wait, Assassins? Is Assassins... That's not the one with uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone, right? Yes, it is. Oh, I fucking loved that movie growing. Like, I, I, that's crazy that they made that movie. It's they're basically two like assassins just going after each other the whole movie. But I thought it was wicked entertaining. Yeah, I mean, that's, if you yeah. look at if you look at the Wachowskis, uh, you know, IMDb or films and stuff they've worked on, there's other stuff outside of the Matrix that I've seen or other things that other people I'm sure enjoy a lot. Viva what Brendan means is that he's he saw fucking uh, Speed, Speed Racer. Racer. Yes, facts. And Speed Racer fucking slaps. People, that movie people is so swear good. by that movie. People that movie's fantastic. That. that movie is good. so fucking good. Like that movie had that movie did not have any business being as good as that movie was. Like, I don't give a fuck about Speed Racer, but that movie is so good. I don't know if it holds up still, but it was it was fucking good. Uh yeah, that guy from Lost in it. I forget his name. Which one? I don't remember. Uh, I think he's from Lost. Charlie, Matthew, Fox. Matthew Fox, yeah. The main guy. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he's not, the, he's not Speed Racer. He's he's, he's the, not Speed Racer. He's Racer X. Racer X. He's, oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. The the other, uh, yeah. John Goodman. Is Hugo Weaving father. in Speed Racer? No, I don't think so, but he is in... Um, I was just curious Jupiter. if he was in all of their movies. He's in the the one with Tom Hanks. In is Hallie he in Mary. all of their movies? Atlas and Jupiter Ascending. He's not in uh, is he Racer. in? Is he in V for Vendetta? He is. He has the voice. Um... I meant to look up a video of Hugo Weaving talking outside of a movie. Does he talk like he talks in the like? No. I'm so. What is so, he? What is he? No. Yeah. He, 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 funny story that I read about Hugo Weaving yesterday. It's, it has nothing to do with the Matrix, but it's Hugo Weaving story. Apparently, when they approached him to do Transformers, he wanted nothing to do with it. But they were like, "Yeah, we'll just we'll we really want you to do it, so we'll work around you." He did the entire thing from like his apartment via Skype. He never met anybody on the film. He never he didn't know what the movie was about at all. He recorded his lines and never read the script. Every interview he's amazing. in, he's like every interview he's in, he's like this. Yeah. <laughs> Just with the big bug I eyes mean, left. Really to me, all he ever was was Elrond. Like that was like what he was to me. Like I knew he was in the matrix movies but i'd never really had seen or cared for the matrix i mean i would have seen this means i would have seen the the first matrix probably in 1999 and then i probably never watched it ever again so like that's that's my toe in the water with the matrix uh, if i had ever seen reloaded or resurrect uh or revolution it was like it was on fucking tnt and it was just on in the background or something there was no way i sat down and watched those movies because i can Promise you, I never watched Revolutions before the other day. The, it, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, so good. Anyways, go so on. so yeah. So the Wachowskis, uh, you know, they they have some, they have they have their favorites. They have some fan favorites out there. There are people that love these movies. I've never seen V for Vendetta either. I'm sure it's I would like movie. that movie. It was good when I saw it, at least. Yeah. Oh, you don't think it holds up? No, I think I it will. Not, I don't know. There's not much action in it. It's more of like just some straight up like. Yeah. I, I, I remember. I don't remember how close it holds to the graphic novel. I remember yeah, just I, wanting I it, like action scenes, and then there was like one action scene at the very end of the movie. That was it. Like I was like, "What?" <laughs> I I think it's drastically different from the from the graphic novel it, in the uh, sense that different. I think V is a lot more morally <clears throat> ambiguous. 
in the graphic. I haven't. I don't think I finished reading it. I think I started. I don't think I ever finished mm-hmm. it. I mean, it, you said it's not action heavy. I especially in Matrix One, I actually like the scene. Like, I kind of prefer the like the acting and dialogue scenes more to the action sequences. I cannot say that for two and three at all. Uh, and I can definitely say that about four, but we'll get to four later. Uh, but I also really like the action in one. One is actually maybe a masterpiece. Like I might say that that is a masterpiece. Um, so. Yeah. I don't think you'll hear a disagreement. Um, when it comes to the or matrix, at least from us. Yeah. When, when it comes to the matrix releasing in 1999, uh, I think it's important. We talked about the movies that came around that time to kind of see where the video game industry is at that time. So at, in 1999, we're kind of in this transitional phase between the Saturn, PlayStation, N64 era into Dreamcast, PS2, Xbox, GameCube era. Uh, and if you look at 99, in 1999 in particular, uh, some of the key big titles coming out that year, uh, Dom, a Dom banger, Donkey Kong 64, uh, Final Fantasy IX, Silent Hill, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, fucking classic game, um, Resident Evil 3, Age of Empires 2, Grand Theft Auto 2, uh, Driver, which was like the most confusing game ever because I don't think anyone knew how to pronounce Slalom. No one, no <laughs> one knows what, what Slalom is. You couldn't look it up online, nothing about that. You, couldn't, you could not get past the tutorial of Driver because you did not know what that was. Um... Tomb Raider, The Last Revelation. I don't think I've ever played that Tomb Raider game. Uh, Siphon Filter. Todd loves that game. Uh, I guess that's kind of it for at least games that came out that year. I'm looking at for like, you know, kind of the bigger bigger dogs. Crazy Taxi. I mean, classic Pokemon Snap. What's Half-Life Opposing Forces, Todd? Is that just like some spinoff thing? Yeah, it's good. I've never heard of it. It's crazy that they haven't made another Siphon Filter game in like next gen. I feel like that could be a very successful IP for fucking Sony. I mean, it could. This is a whole conversation for a yeah, podcast. No, yeah. But I will say, PlayStation's like kind of outward focus right now seems to be, from what they've said in interviews, we're going to focus on being this like, oh, people love The Last of Us? Okay, we're going to make Last of Us. People love God of War? We're going to make more. Like, they're going to just focus on like the big blockbuster things uh, and kind of forget about everything else. Uh, Jet Force Gemini, Super Smash Brothers, the first game, Mario Party 2, Pokemon Gold and Silver, Bangers. Um, uh, those are some of the big boys. So you know, definitely some classic games coming around in that time. We talked about the movies there, but let's just get right into the to the film itself. So the Matrix. Uh, where did that go? That's the wrong thing. Mister Anderson. Mister Anderson. Quick summary. So. I was wrong at most parts of what I suggested the Matrix was about. Right. Um, yep. But I will say, I still think I had a little bit of right in there. A little bit, a tiny bit. So, who, who I mean, you to... remembered scenes. That's true. I remembered scenes. That's, that's about it. Um, who, who wants to like kind of get, get into the thick of it? Who wants to kick us off with? how you feel of revisiting the matrix. Cause I'm the only person who has not seen the matrix up until, you know, whatever, two weeks ago, everyone else had seen it at least once at some point in their life. So how, how has the matrix aged for 
you folks. Like a fine wine. Like I still love I still love like the cinematography of like the the bullets falling from the helicopter and like, you know, from the sky when they're rescuing Morpheus. That whole scene is just so mm-hmm. fucking good. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, this it's just really well done. I, I it not to jump to like resurrection, but I think like what makes the first matrix so good was kind of missing in resurrections as far as like cinematography. Like I wasn't like, Whoa, this is like really gorgeous looking right now or oh, anything. I like that. that for resurrections though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I have more that I want to get into with that movie anyways. Yeah. Um, one of the things revisiting the matrix that I like expected going into it, I was like, all right, I got to remember that this movie came out in 1999. Like, the I, I gotta remember that the special effects aren't gonna be great. They weren't they're that bad. Good. No, no, they were good. They weren't that good. Yeah. They I held they up had... pretty well. I, I mean, yeah. if you if you watch like I, I my my brain always goes back to I was watching um like a HD a 4K TV like preview in a Best Buy one time and it was showing uh Pirates of the Caribbean the the second one and it was showing the kraken come up and like grabbing the ship and you could tell that the entire scene was cg just watching the the movie in 4k mm-hmm. i didn't notice that at all in the matrix like it was like really well done so that it didn't rely completely on like the special effects it it like had a good balance so that it you like it didn't take you out of the movie, I guess. Yeah, no, that's that's like how I felt, too. And I'll say, like, I love Lord of the Rings and I re I rewatched Lord of the Rings often. And I rewatched the whole trilogy last year, I think, or the year Helm's before. Deep has some bad, yeah, some bad it, CG. In there's there's some 100%. stuff that, that I just unfortunately doesn't yeah. look like I'm it, surprised. You know, it's age kind never... of poorly. I didn't think it looked bad ever. And it's like weird yeah. watching that now and being like, well, like it's it. still, it's still, it's not like it's unwatchable. Like I love no. Lord of the Rings. I'll watch those movies. You, you know, can't probably watch forever. it in 4k. Yeah. It, it really shows it when you do. Um, yeah. but I will say like, I mean, I wouldn't, I kind of wouldn't hate if they just like redid the movie or touched it up so that it, like not matrix, but Lord of the Rings. But anyways, um, but yeah, it's I, a star Wars territory that you gotta hope. Yeah. That he doesn't. Yeah. Right. It. Yeah. I um but I agree with Todd like as somebody who personally doesn't like action movies like I'm not like I'm I'm not going to see you know X action movie John Wick or The Matrix or I mean hold on now. anything else John, John Wick is a whole I mean but think about that I didn't fucking watch John Wick until you guys made me watch John Wick you you refused to watch John Wick Yes but I'll tell you right now I fucking love John Wick but I also think I also think that I just love Keanu Reeves now. Like, yeah, I think that's he's just, just so likable. I think and then that's you just see him off camera too in interviews, and you're like, yeah. dude, this guy's a man. You know, you know like- he just, and I, mean, I did like a little bit more research on him, and it's like, I like feel for his personal life, whereas like how he lost his wife, like all this stuff. It's just like, <laughs> he, he seems like a nice person. Like, it doesn't seem like there's bad information about him out there, which he is, is a very grounded person. Is yeah. yeah. And it's, it's weird though, because he seems more happy these days. Like, he like seems like his personality is just like shining through where like. Yeah, because he's fucking oh, back on that blue pill bullshit. Yeah, no, he's just like, with like this, because I think he knows everyone loves him at this point probably, but like he just seems like such so happy. Like, and it's yeah. not how I ever perceived Keanu Reeves like 20 years ago. He was never like this. Now he's like out here cracking jokes all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, But to, to get back to the point of like not 
personally not like a big action movie person. I don't care about that type of stuff. What I love about the action scenes almost in their entirety in The Matrix is that they are like not all of it, but like so many of the shots in those scenes are what Todd was saying. It's like it zooms out and it's like looking at like when they're in the when they're going to rescue Morpheus and they're in the bottom of that building when they're like in this big scene where they're shooting a million officers, a million agents, all these things. And there's just like guns everywhere, bullets everywhere. And like running around the walls and all this stuff. But there's like shots where it will just like pan in real close to like Neo's feet. And it's just bullets hitting the ground. And I'm like, this is a way cooler scene than like me watching someone get shot with a gun. Like, and that type of stuff weaves its way in and out. I would say if it's not also like, like the sound editing too, you hear the bullets like ping, yeah. ping, 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 yeah. like across the Yeah, it's just so good. And the score is perfect too. Yep. Like it yeah. definitely it definitely brings you into the like the action. Yeah. So like I, I pretty much loved all all of those scenes. Like they were all so well done. In the first movie specifically, uh, I have some issues with two and three, which we can get to soon. But uh I mean, I feel like for me revisiting or visiting this movie really for the first time, even though I I know I've seen it before. I just, it's been fucking 20 years. Uh, basically watching this movie for the first time, they throw so much at you, but not in like a way that's too much. I think, I think it's like a good balance of like, here's a spoonful of some shit, swallow it and we'll figure it out as we go along. Um, and I, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of social commentary, both kind of at points hitting you over the head, but also like if you want to sit back and think about things that are said in the movie and things that are done, you can kind of, whether it's there on purpose or not, you can parse out things and apply your own meaning to them, or maybe that is what the intended meaning or purpose of the scene or dialogue was. Um, And obviously knowing like after the fact that the Wachowskis uh, are trans, like there's a lot of that messaging and, and metaphors and, and, and stuff embedded in like the DNA of the matrix without being like overtly, this is what we're saying. But like, it was really there from the beginning, um, which I thought was really interesting to see. Like the first time that Neo and uh, Trinity meet when he follows the white rabbit to the club, I, I believe the dialogue is something like, um, you know, who, who are you? Oh, I'm Trinity. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were a man. And her response is like, yeah, most people do or something like, and it's just like, most what men it, do. Mo, yeah. And it's just like it, an interesting, like that line could mean nothing to you, but it could also like mean everything. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know what I will say about rewatching the first one is that, and this might, you guys probably disagree with this. I think if, Hugo Weaving wasn't cast in that role. I don't know if that movie would have been as good. I don't think anyone else could have pulled off what he pulls off in that fucking movie. He's just yeah, like I, don't know. I think there's, like I think there's other people, but I think it's a very I think it's a very small pool of people that you could yeah. have pulled off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, weird weird things about the casting for this movie, and part of the, part of this I know as fast, and part of it I don't remember entirely. Number one, they wanted Will Smith as Neo. That, that was a thing. They wanted Will Smith as Neo. He passed. Yeah, Will Smith has fucked up his whole life with choosing roles and turning roles down. It's so weird. Now, 
Now, this is the part that I don't recall. I'm not 100% sure on. But I think what they wanted was Will Smith as Neo, and I think they wanted Sean Connery as Morpheus. Morpheus weird. Sean Connery, I believe, also passed on The Matrix because he didn't get it. And then he saw how like how well that movie did. He's like, maybe I just don't know how to pick roles anymore. So the next time someone came to him with like a weird thing, he's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. Extraordinary gentleman. Yeah. I remember then, that story. And then he's just like, you know what? Forget it. I quit. Yep. I do <laughs> remember that story. Um, I, I will I'm, say. I'm sure a lot of people didn't understand this script. Imagine reading that script and being an actor yeah. and being like, like, how do you like? This ain't gonna work. Like you're like this ain't on, on paper. Like this does barely works. How is this gonna work it's on so film? Weird because it seems so it not simple, but it seems so straightforward to me. Like I'm just yeah. on board. Like okay, this whole thing is a simulation. We're trying to break down the robots that control us. But just like looking but, at the yeah, movies and, that and, came out, the action movies, like nothing. It's all like straightforward, yeah. like guns I, and, and I, shooting, shooty bang bang. And I year. agree with you there, but I also think that like I think that's kind of what is magical about the first Matrix is that like it. It does a good job of world building and explaining what's going on, but it also doesn't like hold your hand too much. It it lets you think and it lets you kind of decipher certain scenes and certain things. Um, and I mean, I'm I'm kind of a really into just the idea of what the movies like that that universe in in its totality is like trying to discuss, which is like being controlled by the world and like all of these other factors and like what, what is representing certain things and stuff like that. And I, I kind of just like, I'm, I'm, we, we can get into two and three shortly, but like, I'm so sad that two and three for me didn't kind of bring that same thing. Two did a little bit, especially with the architect Um, or yeah, two is the arch- architect. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But you know, Morpheus fucking, honestly neo morpheus trinity and mistress agent smith are like iconic like these four characters are so good um i will say this shows how much i don't watch movies and how dumb i am i know exactly who Lawrence fishburne is i did not know he played morpheus when morpheus was on screen for the first time i looked at jen and i was like did this guy ever get more roles like he's really good and she's really? like, Lawrence Fishburne? I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Yes, he did. He did get more roles. Cowboy Curtis? Yes. It's true. He's Cowboy Curtis. I, I could have sworn Brennan would have been a mini, would have immediately been like, oh, it's a guy from Ant-Man the Wasp. Which Wait, was he yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp? I don't even remember. He was Giant-Man. He was Giant-Man. Was giant oh, yeah. I mean, he's also in John Wick. I know who Lawrence Fishburne is. Like, he's in a lot of things. I know who I he just, is. I was just expecting Brendan to have some weird thing. That's why I said, is that Cowboy Curtis? <laughs> um, Weren't you the like, dad from uh, Boys in the Hood? I I loved, like, I loved, there's so much about that movie I love. I, I loved, the, all the scenes with him and Morpheus are so good. Like, I love when they're in that white room and he's explaining things to him. I love when they're, like, in the, the, first time they fight, in the, dojo, the dojo fighting yeah. like oh my god and again because i didn't care or pay attention to the matrix at the time todd then told me this was true when he says when when they're downloading like new techniques and skills and like all, fighting abilities all these things into him and he like opens his kung eyes fu. yeah and he goes i know kung fu i like i looked at jen i was like what the like what the fuck is this dialogue like 
this doesn't help show the, me. This this doesn't help the people that. that say Keanu can't act with this type of dialogue. But Todd said that that at the time was like I'll be back. Like that it was iconic. Yeah, like I know Kung Fu was like insane. I know Kung Fu yeah. was like, yeah, it's a it's a big yeah. one. That's why it came back in that. Resurrections. No, I yeah, exactly. yeah, I, I get that part, but I yeah. didn't know that. I had no idea I, that like was a like a cultural touch touch touchstone that I was not. Like, yeah, it was huge. I didn't have. Um, I remember like not knowing much. Like I walked I, when I saw the original Matrix, I saw a trailer. But I remember I'm like the more I was watching, I'm like, what am I watching? This is so good, but like, what is this? And then they got to that dojo scene, and I'm like, this movie's fucking incredible. And then it yeah. just gets better from there on. Too. It really it does just continue better. to get better. I will say the weakest part of all three of these movies, in my opinion, is when they are not in the Matrix. Most I of hate the third yeah. movie. I yeah. I yeah, hate exactly. the ship. I hate the ship. And Why? I hate 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 i hate zion Zion's zion amazing. is so bad everything yeah, about zion is. is fucking bad wait um, that rave you didn't like the rave well rave is fine i guess but uh it, like oh my god so many of the fight scenes in this movie are so fucking good i love oracle like or, so with with oracle i was trying to think about this and like I, I didn't look into like people's thoughts on any of these four movies. Like I didn't read reviews or like go into any of that stuff because I wanted to kind of just keep myself in this mist of I'm basically new to the Matrix. Um, so, oh yeah, I Cipher too. I thought it was funny. Was Lenny. from Memento. Yeah, I know we br- we brought it up. Lenny. Uh, wait, today already. No, we I brought it up in the Memento the episode. This. Yeah. yeah. At okay. the end of the Memento episode, you had said you wanted to do the Matrix, and I was like, oh, we're going to see Lenny again. Okay. Um... I thought, so, just real quick, because you brought up Lenny, I mean, Cypher. Um, Tank and Dozer are such good characters, it is a shame that that actor lost his marbles. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I really wish that Dozer had came back. Doesn't Dozer die? Or he's Dozer's the one that that puts them into the Matrix. Kills one of them. I forget. Cypher kills one of them. He tries to kill dies. both. He kills, he kills Tank. Dozer Tank, gets yeah. knocked out, and then Dozer yes, wakes and back is up. Who and, kills Cypher? Yeah. And then in the um, second movie, he's just dead. Yep. R.I.P. So, yeah. one of the things about Oracle. That's why we get Link. Yes. One of the things about Oracle in this movie that I it like made me think about Oracle for the rest of the films after this is she she tells Neo that he is not the one. Neo also thinks he is not the one. Trinity thinks he's the one. Morpheus thinks he's the one. No, I don't think anyone else on on the Nebuchadnezzar believes that he is the one. Um, I think they all like have this movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, no, because, because mouse wants him to be the one too, right? Doesn't he yeah. like straight yeah. up? He say, wants yeah. him to be the one, but I don't know if yeah. he like believes like when they're fighting, I think he believes fighting. in Morpheus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in that same scene, Oracle says, don't worry about the vase. And then mm-hmm. what do you mean? And then he breaks the vase. So I'm the whole time trying to think. Is the reason why Oracle tells him he's not the one is because which she doesn't? She, huh? She says she says something along the lines of like you know the answer, and then Neo says I'm not the one, and then she just kind of 
confirms what Neo had suspected about himself. I don't think she outright says, you're not the one. I think Neo says it first and she just agrees with him. And your and your line of questioning right now seems mm-hmm. like it's going to go exactly to something that Morpheus says at the end of the first Matrix movie, which is she told you what you needed to know. You needed to think that you weren't the one so that you would make the choice. He doesn't say that out, outright, does he? He says something almost exactly. He says, I think he says, he definitely says, she said exactly what you needed to hear. Yes. Yeah. You need, she said what you needed to hear. So my, my line of thought is like, cause she also says, what's really going to bake your noodle is if I didn't tell you about the face, would you still have broken it? So I feel like that whole thing is like, okay, if I tell you you're the one, you're not going to do what you need to do to be the one. You have to make the choice for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. It's so good. It's so, it's just so fucking good um anything else about the first matrix before we move on to two and three oh let's see let's see uh i i was re-watching i was very i mean i remember smith being like the main agent i didn't realize how little of the other agents we got Mm -hmm. yeah we don't even get names for them do we no i don't think we do i i think we do I think we do, but but like offhand, like it's yeah, not. I don't important. remember them saying. I don't remember them saying the names. I'm sure they had names in the credits. Yeah. I don't know if anyone ever addressed them as yeah. you know Agent Thompson. Although I do think one of them is Agent Thompson. Yeah, the use of color in this movie it. is so good too. The first Matrix. That's something, yeah. that's something I wanted to get to in Resurrections too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, the... and and another scene. Just going back to this, and the last thing I have to say is like. The scene when Trinity is on the rope and hits the glass and like that is that whole scene just looks so in the explosion. Like it just, all of the all of the explosion scenes are so good when they slow so it down and you yep. see you literally see like the explosion, like the ripples. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you also get the iconic Trinity kick bullet, the bullet time, you know, dodging of the bullets. Um, Dodge I, did she do the Trinity kick in the first movie too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's when they she does, the it, she does it in every movie but the fourth movie, I believe. I don't think yeah. they ever do it in the fourth movie. Um, but so many of the fight scenes are good. Like I love when Neo at the end of the movie is running from the agents because, like, it's really like a, a, a like you kind of don't like. Is Neo going to die in this first movie? I mean, knowing that they've made fucking four movies, you know he's not going to die. I mean, at the I mean, time, maybe die. you have no idea. That's true. Um, but he, like, you kind of, like, it's still suspenseful because you don't really know what the fuck is happening. And when you get into the, he's trying to get out of the Matrix. He's trying to get to the phone. He's trying to get out of there. And he gets to the apartment. And Mr. Smith is fucking waiting for him and just shoots him fucking 20 times in the chest and he he dies for a little bit it's like that scene is so fucking good and then when he gets back up and how he fights agent smith and like when he's just like is it in this moment where he puts his arm arm behind his back and he's just doing one hand yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that is so just makes him explode yeah 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 yeah. um fuck man it's just so fucking good how does the movie close out uh, he's and on he, the phone. The payphone thing, and then he flies away, and then they play Wake Up. Okay, yep. yeah. Um, so, I mean, you, you're not ended... by the P band. You're <laughs> yeah. You you end this movie with, in my opinion, this is like 
this is a fellowship of the ring where like you could watch the matrix, never watch any of the other movies and be, I think content with the story that is told. I think you could walk away and be like, Oh, that was a complete thing that yes, ties into other stuff later, but you could watch this and be happy, be satisfied. And I think really enjoy it without ever watching more. Um, yeah, I would say it's funny to me because I'm thinking about it more where it's it's very similar to other movies that I think I really like because I know I love The Matrix. I For a period of time and even, maybe even now, if someone were to say, hey, Michael, what's your favorite movie? I would probably say The Matrix. Uh, but it's similar to, I would say, another movie I really like, which is Back to the Future, where those first two films, both Matrix and Back to the Future, are very good self-contained films that that end in a way where like, yeah, I guess you could tell more stories, but you don't have to see more stories. You could just watch those movies and just be happy with it. Wait, Brendan, have you ever seen Back to the Future off topic? Yeah, a long time ago. Um, yeah, I, and I will I will mention this here, too, just I because Bill and Ted might be my next pick, by the way. What I've is? Seen it. I've never seen it. Bill and Ted? Yeah. Bill um, and Ted. Now I gotta pick Bogus Journey because that's like one of my favorite movies ever. Like, I, no, we're, we're fucking around. We're we're doing trilogies for picks now. I'll do all three. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah, that's, so, a, that's a big ask, but I mean, yeah, we could maybe do that. Um, <laughs> so I will mention it here because it's gonna become like relevant throughout the entire series. Is that the connection between Neo and Trinity is established as very important in this film, and that continues to be you know, a main core focus. She basically of, brings him back to life when he gets yeah, shot. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I will say, and we actually, I, without saying anything here, in case you haven't watched resurrections yet, and I'll talk more about it when we get to resurrections, but there are a lot of parallels between this movie and resurrections. I'm sure on purpose. Um, it's it's, it's not necessarily the force awakens to me, but it is like, It's it's not the Force Awakens, but it's like a similar type of. I I, I wouldn't even call it a. Reboot. I think Resurrections is more Last Jedi than Force Awakens. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get yeah, we'll get we'll get there. Um, so the you only know, other it, thing that I would say about the first Matrix movie, which obviously is part of the entire thing, is that there are a lot of religious undertones. Yes, and I think the Neo and Trinity connection is like part of that. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of literature out there that is like uh -oh. diving into all of these uh, themes, motifs, you know, analogies, anything that is, you know, relatively uh, hinted at in whether it to be the dialogue or this actual scenes or whatever it may be uh, that, you know, our people have been probably diving into this stuff for fucking 20 years. Um, I will say to another thing again, because it's it's hard to not notice the like the the gender politics of these movies knowing that the creators uh you know are are transitioned uh women is i think it's interesting that in the matrix itself when you leave the you know quote unquote real world zion the ship whatever it is and go into the matrix you are represented by how you either feel or want to see yourself so like for most of the characters it's like okay cool i'm in like a dope fucking leather outfit and like i got cool sunglasses and whatever um but 
For some of the characters, it is also a name change. And that is the case with Neo, who for the rest of the series is known by everyone outside of the Matrix as Neo. But when he is in the Matrix, Agent Smith refuses to acknowledge him as Neo and only calls him Mr. Anderson or in the fourth movie, Tom. Um, I just think it's interesting. The same thing when we get to the fourth movie, the analyst also only calls him by Thomas or Tom. He will not ever call him Neo, um, which again is just like a little thing on the surface as like clearly the bad people are going to not recognize him as the quote unquote one, but it's also, I think underlying, Hey, the people who don't want to see you as who you really are, where there are people that will recognize that. I don't know. Anyways, Matrix 2, Matrix Reloaded. When I finished Matrix 1, I was so fucking happy. I was, I immediately watched 2 right after. Like, I watched 1 and then and then put 2 on. I was so fucking pumped. I couldn't fucking wait. I was like, give me a trilogy of this shit. Fucking load me up. I'm so excited. Holy shit. Holy fucking shit. 2 is a stinker off the bat. I don't, I do not agree with you. Because I, I off the yeah. bat. Doesn't it does it not open with them on the Nebuchadnezzar landing in Zion? Is that not how it opens? No. no. I think it starts off with the there was um no, it starts off with the flash forward of Trinity uh jumping out of the building yeah, like in China. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Okay, yes, okay. Yeah, that. That's a dope fucking scene. Then yeah. then we go back and I'm trying to remember where there I think it starts off with that meeting. Was it? Did it start off with that meeting where Neo shows up, and then Agent Smith also shows up, but he just shows up and like leaves his earpiece. Yeah, with the, with and the then they say agents the are coming. And the party no, 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 talking no. about it. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm talking about like there's a meeting with a bunch of um, with a bunch of people that are a bunch of red pills, I guess, within the Matrix. I forget what they were talking about. It's the it's the meeting it, where where Smith takes control of Bane, right? I th- no. Because because the reason that the Nebuchadnezzar goes to Zion is because they've received the last transmission of the Osiris. Mm-hmm. And that was Smith killing everybody but taking control of Bane. Six months after the events of the Matrix, Neo and Trinity are now romantically involved. Morpheus receives a message from Captain Niobe of the Logos calling an emergency meeting of all ships of Zion. Zion has confirmed the last transmission of the Osiris, an army of sentinels, is tunneling towards Zion and will reach it within 72 hours. Commander Locke orders all ships to return to Zion for the onslaught, but Morpheus asks one ship to remain uh, to contact the Oracle. Oh, the Cadicus, not... Yeah. Osiris. Um... As the Catechist uh, receives a message from the Oracle, one of the Catechist's crew, Bane, encounters Smith, who reveals that his previous encounter with Neo served his connection, uh, sorry, severed his connection with the Matrix and has him, has made him a rogue program. Smith then takes over Bane's body and uses the phone line to re- leave the Matrix into yeah, the real so, world. Yeah, I think, so I think I'm right where the Bane thing happens later on, but there's a, Neo fights agents at the beginning of the movie. Bane thing happens in the uh, revolution. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it happens in this. No, but I think the before, big thing happens at the beginning, and then they go to Zion. There's a there is a scene early on where there's a bunch of people met that meet up, and like someone knocks at the door, and they do like the whole yes, yeah, that does, that, no way, no that happens at the and beginning. That, yeah, 
that happens in the beginning and the guy gives oh yeah okay gives a, a package he said give yeah. this to neo give this to neo, neo tell yeah. him something's free yes and okay it's like it says earpiece yeah yes and then other agents do show up and neo fights them and then there's a whole yeah. thing it was yeah. i mentioned this to brendan or somebody like it was crazy to me how i must have watched those first two movies a lot because like I remembered a lot of the things beat for beat, I was quoting lines, this, that, and the other. Up until the like up until the end, I remember how it ended, like the very end, and I remembered how revolutions began, but I couldn't remember exactly how things shook out. Yeah, just like uh, Neo, he he yeah. had a vision of what was going to happen in Trinity, but he couldn't see past that certain point, Mike. You couldn't see past that he point. Couldn't yeah. see past his choice. Um, so he okay, look, choice. I don't understand. Let, let me let me reel back my initial statement. Because, yes, the beginning of the movie has some dope scenes. I like the Trinity jumping out of the window, shooting in slow motion, like falling. That's like a cool scene. Him fighting the 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 agents at the beginning is fine. But they then quickly get to Zion, and that's where this movie absolutely just fucking falls off a cliff for me. Um, but before we even get to Zion, uh, The Matrix reloaded uh, with a budget of $150 million. Opened in May of 2003. Gentlemen, what do we think? This movie had a worldwide box office of. I want to go to six hundred. I definitely had to do more than the first one. I feel like because there was so much hype behind it after the first one. I'm going to say six. I'm going to say six fifty. Okay, right. it's possible. It's possible. Mike, I'm going to say five. Five hundred. Okay. Okay. Four. Wow, a lot. Of, a lot of conservative uh, takes here. Duh, Todd's going to get the closest with seven hundred, almost seven hundred and forty million. Uh, it reviewed so, fairly well too. Yeah, like Matrix Reloaded is not. I, it gets a lot of hate. It gets lumped into revolutions way too much, I think. Well, I think that's for a good reason because I found out after the fact before we recorded, Mike and I were talking a little bit about two and together? three. So they were filmed at the same time oh, and they, yeah. they both released in the same year. They came out in 2003. Six months years. apart, wasn't it? Yes. Like, yeah, because yeah, I remember like, I remember when I saw Reload and I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the third one. And then I saw the third, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I will echo what Dom had said either in text message or it was when we were playing Fortnite the other night. I can't remember. But he said that after watching three, it made him appreciate two more. And I can agree right. with that. Like, yeah. yes, two is definitely better than three. Like, three, in my opinion, is like the worst of these four movies. Like, three is bad. Yeah. Um, But like, for me, I will say, like, I like the idea of Zion and I like what happens in Zion and then later in four, I like what happens in IO. Like I like the idea and concepts of those places. I just think that they are not executed. Well, they are boring scenes. They are dialogue. I don't necessarily care for most of the time. They are characters. I don't really like, I don't give a fuck about commander Locke. Like I understand he is needs to be there for like a certain type of this, like pushback on the plot and this like, you know, uh, strife for the for the for the protagonists but he's it's just everything about it is just not what i what i want it's just not what i want yeah that's fair uh yeah i i don't have any strong i don't think i have any strong opinions about zion i again i think to kind of echo what you said i do like the concept and i i believe it's probably something that they did want the witchhouses did want to expand upon Mm -hmm. you know after establishing like there is a last bastion of humanity out there trying to rebel against the machines. And we need to see that come to a head at some point to see, you know, humanity overcome their oppressors or whatever. So I understand why they would want to do that and maybe just wasn't executed well. 
Yeah. That's I think that, that's fair to say. Like without getting into four at all, I will say I feel like they were trying to do the same thing in four with Io, which is that movie Zion. And I think they do it better. I still I still just don't like it. I think I, that they tried to do too much with the last two with the second two movies. Yeah. Well, yeah, with the second two movies. I think they tried to do too much. It almost seems like they had an idea of what they wanted to get done and r- almost ran out of time. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense, yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, I I because because you need Zion because yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Neo's not fighting for anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Neo's not the savior of anything if there's no Zion. So Zion is necessary. Yeah. Uh, but I also think that, like, I don't even think that necessarily... No, I guess in 2 and 3, he is still kind of fighting for Zion. In 4, we can get to that when we get to that. But, um, yeah, it's it's definitely necessary for, you know, a myriad of reasons, because if it doesn't exist and it doesn't have that function, then almost what is even the point of leaving the Matrix if there's nothing to leave 2 or 4? Um, so, like, there there is a reason for it. Um, I just I just think it it's not really executed well. Um, but I, uh, I don't disagree with you there. I just, like... Yeah, I guess it's just not executed well. You... You... As an example, the whole idea of going to Zion and seeing the Zion scenes should be that you feel sympathetic for the people there and mm-hmm. you wanted to skip them. So yeah, exactly. obviously, obviously they didn't do their job. Yeah, it, it's just it just I think it was like you said, they're trying to put a lot of things into that, but they also. I, I think they just took too long doing it. They should have just trimmed out what they were trying to accomplish in those things. Um, that, I did like. You know, I was going to say, I did like maybe that one scene and I, they were doing something with it. I don't think they got the chance to, or maybe I don't know if they really did a lot with the concept they were bringing there. When Neo spoke with that one council member about, you know, like, yeah, you know, we, we all kind of, we need, like, even though we're Looking at war, at we garbage. do kind of need each other. Yeah. We do kind mm-hmm. of need each other. Like we need the machines and the machines need us. Just something to think about, but I don't know if they ever really. Yeah, I guess that that was that would be the thing that sparked the the treaty, right? Yeah, that would be the thing that would spark Neo's idea of the treaty. It just it 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 was weird that they introduced that idea in Reloaded and then like never really gave it to us again until the end of Revolutions. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, other important things because you know the movie this movie doesn't take mostly in Zion. It's I would say more of three is Zion, which three yeah. is just is just bad. But uh, it, they go and they go to find the you know Neo meets with the Oracle. They have a conversation about getting to the source of the Matrix and dealing with the Architect. I don't know if she mentions the Architect by the name. She doesn't mention the Architect. Um, to to get to get to the source of the Matrix to get to the inside. Um, I will say, wasn't a big fan of that fight scene after with Agent Smith. I think it went on way too long. Pick it went on for a while, but I I did love Wait, that. I, I, the pick one where all the clones. It's just like a million oh, fucking yeah, agent yeah, Smiths. I, I, I said yeah, that. I, so so again, as a as a child rewatching these movies, I would typically pop in my DVD of Reloaded and just kind of skip to certain scenes, and that fight scene was one of them. 
Mm-hmm. Although looking back, number one, this is one of those things where like the CGI does age. CGI does it age bad when I saw pretty it badly. And also there are some weird things like um Did you say it looked bad in two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, like I like I didn't like it back then. I remember my biggest gripe was that like there was nothing like that in the first one. And all of a sudden I have like cartoony looking guys that were taking me out of the movie where I didn't have that issue in the first Matrix. And I it's how it bothered me a lot. Like it, it that scene's has some fun elements to it, but I remember that scene just being like I feel like I'm watching a video yeah. game right now. They were, like, they you were know, definitely trying to top the bullet time stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, they they were definitely trying to top the top the bullet time stuff in the first one, and yeah. there was also that weird stuff where you know when he would kick some of the agent Smiths into other agent Smiths, and he would hear like bowling ball sound yeah, effects. Yeah, right. that, that, that was so bizarre. I don't know why they put bowling ball sound effects. That was like what I thought I I thought I didn't actually hear that. I thought my brain did that. Like I had to rewind it to they make sure like, that that actually happened. Um, the Sean yeah. William Scott Justin Timberlake fight scene was better. Yeah, it was shorter at least. Uh, I did, I did watch that. I did watch that, and I did what that. So I, I'm so confused. I watched that whole parody clip thing. That was like nine minutes long. Yeah, you could have watched that. And great. Kept reloaded. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But you would miss um, the cool uh, highway chase scene. Yes, vis a vis, and the Merovingian uh, whatever scene, like you know, and yeah. like the uh, Merovingian could have been skipped. Yeah, it could have been. Actually, I like I some of the Merovingians. I actually like. I like the. Merovingian stuff more in three. Uh, I think three, I thought you were gonna say in Resurrection. I was like, shut the fuck up. When we no no no, no, no. you can skip that too. You can skip that, that whole. You can pretty much skip most of that scene. Um, oh man! But I will say the the Merovingian scene in three is when Tr- Trinity goes and sees him with Morpheus. Right? He like Neo well, is in, Seraph, yeah. in in the train station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that that scene when we get to three which can be now i guess if we want that scene is really good i li- I liked that quick action scene like it was a good good dialogue quick little action and just like that you know points the gun on his head that's gonna take too long how about you fucking do this for me or whatever um or i don't have time for this or whatever it's, it's just good um but yeah. i do love at the end of reloaded i do love the the choice of like when he's with the architect and uh he's like in this door you know, you have this, and then this door, yeah. you know, and then you just fucking, you see him just fly, like fucking. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is, cool, and, like, but it's also like. The whole, all, like, it's like a tornado behind him as he's ripping yeah. through the city, trying to get to it as quick as possible. And the, the thing with like some of that stuff is like, cool, like we already got like major choice elements in the first Matrix. So it kind of feels like it's just kind of the same type of thing. But I guess that's also just kind of the nature of the matrix is like, it's about oh, it's the nature, choice. It's the nature of Neo is choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's well, I guess, I guess she does say that Morpheus also has to make choices, but I mean, mm-hmm. a huge part about being Neo is making choices. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, you're, you're not wrong. Um, now that we're talking, now that my brain is separating two and three more, cause it was kind of all mushed together. Two is not, two is not terrible. Two is okay. I, I like two, but like, yeah, now three is actually really good. Now that I'm thinking no, about get it. No, get the too. fuck out of here. You're, <laughs> you're off your fucking, you're baking your noodle over there. Um, is that what she says? It's really going to bake yeah. your noodle now. Okay. What's really going to, yeah. What's really going to cook your noodle is. Does, is there like a fucking song that like samples that clip? Cause I knew that clip from something, but I didn't know. Like I, I don't fucking yeah. watch the Matrix. 
me and Mike's yeah uh, one of one of our junior year presentations. Oh my god! One of our yes. video presentations, we yes. use that, that Yes, that is exactly what I'm thinking of. Yes. What a weird pull. That's where my brain went. That's what my brain m- makes that reference to up until now. Uh, I guess still now. Um, I liked the keymaker. I thought the keymaker was cool. I liked getting to the architect. I thought those scenes were cool. The the same thing with like the chase scene. I thought that also maybe went on a little too long. Um, that like the motorcycle though, like that like looks CGI wise. That looks like flawless. That like highway. I, mean, really I think good. I think the twin the twins also don't look bad. I, I think they don't they look do. a- like they them give, phasing. They give so little explanation of the twins. Yeah, right. I, really, I didn't realize how little explanation you get in that because I had played the video game. Right. So yeah. in, in you guys Matrix, ever play the given explanation of like what the twins are. And I was like so confused rewatching the movie. I was like, they didn't explain them at all, yeah. right? Did you guys ever play the yeah. Path of Neo game? Because that game, I didn't play I, like, any loves. That game no. was more like what you wanted to be when playing a video game. Like it was like cool fighting, like you know, like I liked Enter the Matrix when I played. I did too. I, I love. I don't it. know. I, played I don't it a know lot. if it would still be good now, but I doubt it. But yeah, well, I, I, I was, enjoyed my time with it. I was. T- I don't. I don't know the answer to this question. If I was to put an original Xbox game into my Series X, will it play? I don't it? think it would do anything. No, it depends. Because uh, you can buy a copy of Enter the Matrix for Xbox for four dollars on yeah. eBay, and I'm like, I kind of want to buy this and put it in here and see if it works. You play as Naobi in that game, yeah. I think, right? And, yeah. and Ghost, right? Niobe and Ghost. Niobe and Ghost. Fun fact: Do you know who was originally cast as Niobe? No. Hey, I don't know. Uh, uh, Storm. Halle Berry? I forget her name. Yeah, Halle Berry. I couldn't think of her name. <laughs> um, I think I did know this at some point. Uh, but I don't... I'm not going to pull it out now. I, I, I'm i pretty sure it was Aaliyah. Hmm. Interesting. Aaliyah was originally cast, and then, you know, she died. I mean, um, I, don't, I don't necessarily particularly care for Jada Pinkett, so... She was terrible in 4 really really we, bad we are gonna need to put spoiler things at the beginning of this episode because we've I know. already given out a couple uh, a couple of things yeah, yeah. it's all right um yeah i just like the um it, it was weird like they brought characters in without really explaining like what they were doing there yeah yeah i, I don't I, necessarily I, hate that though go ahead mike yeah i i I, at the very least, I think I understood it as a lot of the people in the Merovingians employ were exiled programs that were also just sort of, um, like they just happened to be what humans would interpret as supernatural beings. So like that one, one that the one that shot was like a werewolf. That, that is the case. Just, it wasn't, was was, was there was never explained. Was there enough given in the in the film for you to no. extrapolate? In the that? film, no, I don't think so. And honestly, I might only know that because I knew what happened in the game. Not even that I beat yeah, the game, that's I my was point. aware of what That's my point, is that you needed the game for that to be explained to you. Yeah. Because otherwise these two guys were just like phasing in and out of things without any explanation. Mm-hmm. For for me, the reason why I, I don't hate that type of stuff being in the movie without being fully explained is simply because I kind of like the idea of like 
I think even at this point, we still don't, even after watching four, I still don't think we fully know everything about the matrix. Like we don't know what, what is capable within the matrix. So I kind of like, like, you know, that, that extra element of like, we don't know all of the limits to this, to this place. So that type of stuff can, can kind of happen. Um, but I, I, I didn't hate most of that stuff. It was pretty good. I didn't really like or care, maybe not even fully understand the purpose other than her getting them to the key maker of the Merovingian's wife or girlfriend or whatever. Persephone. Yeah. I like, I don't Monica understand. I don't understand why, like, I, I don't know. Am I, am I reading too much into looking for an explanation as to why she wanted Neo to kiss him or she wouldn't like bring them there? Was it uh, just uh, simply because she didn't, was it just, what was it just simply because the Merovingian was the, didn't love her? Like, she, uh, I, I it, forget. I, she no. wanted to. She wanted oh, the to Merovingian... know what the love that like Neo and Trinity had, and she wanted to experience something like that. Yeah. And, like obviously, the Merovingian not and Persephone are the Matrix's version of cause and effect, I believe. Okay. So I believe that he is supposed to be cause, and she's supposed to be effect. Cause, cause, cause. There is no cause. I hate it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, architect, good scene. I liked it. I like, I, I like the scenes in the Matrix movies where it's like making you think, it's making you dive into your own mind. You know, I, I, I enjoyed that scene. The flies. I like how they, oh, go ahead. I just like how they explain how, like, this isn't the first Neo, you know, like, this isn't the first time this has been done, you know, it's just yeah. like. You're like, I forget what is he, like the fifth or sixth iteration or whatever, but. Yeah. I believe he's the sixth, inter- sixth iteration. Yeah. Six Hogage. Although the process has left you irrevocably human. <laughs> Vis-a-vis. Concordia. Ergo. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's an overall, it's a good movie. Um, and then does it, end, so after it ends with Trinity she saves Trinity and then does it end with a shot of Smith in, in Zion? What the character, the person ends, he takes control it, so of? So this was the part that I couldn't remember exactly how we got. Cause I, I remember that it ended with them panning on like Neo is comatose on a table and they pan over just... and you see that Bane. Yes. Is the other... Okay. <laughs> you raised your hand and the bullets stopped. Oh yeah. It, it does yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. They'll go away. Um, but yeah, prior to that, their ship breaks down or something and they Imagine get out. Mike grabbed one and of the bullets and this was like... Oh, Thompson is the one that shoots Trinity, by the way. Okay, so Thompson was the name of one of the agents. Go fig. Um, yeah, it ends... Their ship like breaks down or whatever. They have to get out. The sentinels oh, are coming, and then the Neo's sentinels. like, yeah. he stops them, but then he goes comatose. They pick him yeah. up, they put him on the table, and like, yeah, we uh, found this other ship. When oh, the, the only ships playing, yeah, the ships were playing to do like attack the sentinels. Someone set off an EMP early. There's only one survivor. This guy, and, and, and it ends on that, Bane, and yeah, Bane. and it's like dun 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 dun. But really, they play another Rage Against the Machine song. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to the third and final movie of the original trilogy, which I don't have much to say because I think this movie is really bad. Uh, the Matrix Revolutions, which had a budget of 150 mil. It came out in November of 2003. 
a, a quick six-month jaunt from the second movie. Uh, what do we think? Where where did this end up in the worldwide budget? What would the um, last would the last one get? A lot, six seven hundred. Like seven hundred. I'll say four hundred. Four twenty, bro. Oh shit, Mike. What do you? <laughs> I'm gonna thinking? say five. All right, all right. Yeah, I was thinking five too. Um, I'll go. I'll go. Um, it was panned across the board for like review wise. I'll go six hundred. I'll go six hundred. So this is the time where both Mike and Dom decide to go higher than Todd, and Todd almost nails the fucking number at oh. four twenty-seven. Todd's <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, got a gift. He's got a gift. So I think the reviews, the reviews I killed that movie. Yeah. The reviews yeah. killed that movie quite a bit. Like it was I mean, just like I just I just figured my that's, opinion deservedly so. I just yeah. figured that if seven hundred and fifty million dollars worth of people went to see it six months earlier than. It should make somewhat similar. Money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was not a good movie. No, it was not. My, I, I my guess is that, that my guess is that like the box office for two, maybe it had a good run. Like it, it probably had a good opening, but then it probably had like stabilized and had a good run where my guess is maybe revolution had a good opening and then people were like, Oh, this movie's terrible. Yeah, and then people yeah. stop seeing Word it. Word of mouth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I was um, telling Brendan the other day about like, there's, there's some things I like, like the scene when Neo and Trinity are literally when they're shoot into like the clear sky, like there's like, that's like, yeah, I found that yeah. to be a cool scene. There's little things like that, but like that movie is just fucking like depression after depression. Like Neo loses his eyes. Trinity dies. You know, like it's like literally like you're just like, is anything going to work out this I, way? You know, like I it's honestly like... think that they probably could have trimmed enough out of two and most of three and just made it one fucking movie. That's yeah, what I, I think, think they so could well. have done is maybe, I mean, maybe not because there's really a lot of exposition going on yeah. in, in yeah. these two movies, but I just feel like. I really just I, hate, I think hate the Zion. War for Zion. I think the War for Zion had to be its own separate film. And, yeah, but it was I so agree. bad. But Everything. I don't, I don't give a fuck yeah, about these mech fights. They are so bad. Everything about that was so bad. It was not you just, good. You didn't care about any of the characters. No, you there. don't. Like you know, like you just don't care you, about. And, and I very, I very, like very nonchalantly, like I barely cared about uh, who Michael from Lost. What was his character's name? I forget. He was like a, he, the, he the was like he was like the dozer of this yeah. movie, where he like he was the one that injected them into the matrix. Yeah, Link, 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 Link. Like Link, Link has that. Uh, I don't know how the relationship is defined, but has a woman. Oh yeah, back in I, Zion. I like her. her, her I like her, her in the the other chick. She she was the yeah they they you cared about them. Yeah. And then, like, maybe you cared about the other kid that, like, wanted to fucking help. Yeah, but, like, other than that, the, like... You didn't care about the general? He was fine, but, like, <laughs> it would have cared more if he wasn't just standing in a mech for fucking 30 minutes going, yeah. ah, ah, like... <laughs> that was yeah. not the best part. It was all sliced up. I just don't need any of that. I just, I just don't fucking need that. And I just, I just don't... Yeah, knuckle up. I just don't like commander lock and you're not supposed to i get that but like i just don't like him and i like and i like i think it was in this or i can't remember which one it was in again these movies blend together in my head but when like niobe volunteers to go take the ship is that that's in three right that's in two i see i don't even fucking Ni like niobe that's, in three. that's in three 
to take the ship? No, no, never mind. Because, yep, go ahead. You're right. Like, that's a good she scene. Her ship in three. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, that's a good scene. You kind of need that, like, defiance against Commander Locke and stuff. And, like, I, I did enjoy the council. Like, I kind of wish there was more council and less. Really? Of some of the other stuff, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, because you know, might have been the worst part of Zion. No, because you know what the council is for me is like the council just immediately made me think of Mass Effect, where it's like you have like in Mass Effect without getting into any spoilers or anything else, like you have you this point of like they're not bad games at all. Like you are a you're you're Commander Shepard, you're a Spectre. A Spectre is allowed to kind of like work outside of, uh galaxy law i don't know what the fuck intergalactic law you're basically allowed to do whatever the fuck you want um without any repercussions but you also kind of have to work hand in hand with the council which is like the governing bodies of like the major alien races um which obviously that's not the exact same thing in here uh in zion but like i like the idea of like you know you gotta you gotta deal with these like you know quote-unquote like politician type people that are calling the shots here and like whatever and i liked how there was the one that like believed in morpheus and neo and like wanted to oppose fucking like i i didn't hate that dynamic Th- those scenes are stupid and i like them i don't know i will say about movie the movie fucking sucks movie, it, 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 it just sucks it was a huge disappointment i will say i like the idea that the robots needed neo to you know counteract Smith. each other yeah yeah, I like that idea. I just think the rest of the movie is so half baked that like it's not really impactful. And like you know, you someone was saying the religious undertones, the way Neo dies, he's like basically like Christ, yeah. you know, like with his yeah. arms out, you know, and everything. And I mean, the but, first yeah. movie starts with the guy saying, "Hey, you're my own personal Jesus Christ." So like they were right. very subtle about this. Yeah, movie. yeah. But I did, I like, I did like, like I, li- I like again, I like the idea of them going to the machine city and having to go to the top and all this stuff. But like it getting there wasn't that interesting and like the set pieces weren't necessarily anything cool yeah like it was just it's like i i the idea and concepts of like these machines are harvesting humans for their energy but like (laughs) they outside of that like it's kind of not really delved into more in the movie but i like i i didn't like that trinity died at the end and again like without a fourth movie coming out at that time trinity is dead um and it was kind of sad to see trinity go because i like trinity as a character a lot um i did like how the end of it panned out where it's like todd said they're working quote unquote they need each other and they inject him into the matrix uh to fight agent smith and i think overall I enjoyed a lot of that fight scene between the two, but yeah, then there were too. some parts of it that were just like, kind of like that scene where they're all fighting in a mob and two, it's just like, all right, there's maybe too much happening here. That isn't cool. Like, it's just like, whatever. To me, it was just like a live action Dragon Ball Z fight. Yeah. So. It was anime as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're I don't really know if I like Neo being able to fly, to be honest. I don't know if I, well, li- I need that. I don't know if I need that. I mean, they didn't utilize it really that much until, I mean, I, it, it, to save Trinity in the second one. I, mean, I feel like he didn't do it that much, but. Um, no, he didn't do it that. He did it a lot in that fucking fight. <laughs> like, they wanted to separate him, though, from fucking, like, everything. Like, he's the one. The dude can fucking know? stop bullets, and, like, he yeah, can well, fight an know. agent. Like, it's established very early and very clear in the first movie. Nobody that... can fight agents, and then exactly. everybody fights agents. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but, like, nobody can actually <laughs> fight agents, though. Everyone that fights an agent gets fucked up. 
the thing that they said in the first movie is nobody's lived, like, nobody's lived live, to fight an yeah, agent. Right. And if then every agent run, yeah. those are the rules. If you see agent run, and then after that, everyone's hold like, on, oh, hold on. bring it. Fucking there ever, are there ever scenes where they're fighting agents and Neo isn't present, though? Uh, in which one? In, in two? Because they fight agents on, like, Morpheus fights an agent on the uh, on the truck there for a while. Yeah, but but Neo also has to get involved. I feel Neo like I feel like him, but I I feel like prior to let me say this prior to this, it was understood that maybe you could fight an agent, but you were going to lose. And I feel like even though they probably I mean to be fair, Morpheus was going to lose that fight. <laughs> he was going then, to. Lose, I'm saying that it it the the fight lasted longer than it should have, considering he was at a severe disadvantage as yes. a against an agent. Mm-hmm. And so then like, don't I, don't they don't they make specific reference that Seraph has fought off agents before? Seraph's kind of a fucking badass though, so I mean uh, I don't remember. They he probably I mean he probably has given his position. His role, but I don't yeah. Really yeah. Get it. it just seemed like they said something to like make it be like, all right, you're like if you can go up against agents, like you're the one. And yeah. then it was like slowly like, yeah, Sarah fights off agents and this guy fights off agents and Morpheus is going to go up against agents. It's like, all right, so what does the one mean anymore? What maybe Neo gave him that confidence boost. I mean, the no, one means you can fly and stop bullets and dodge bullets. Because I think that's the other thing, too, is like you can't Doesn't... shoot an agent. You know what I mean? Like the agent always is dodging bullets. You can't shoot them. Yeah. And then when Neo is able to dodge bullets, like when he when he does, I think it's the in... bullet time. When he, I think when he does that scene on the roof, he does that, but he still gets hit a little bit. And Trinity's like, yeah. "How did you do that? Like, how did you move that fast? I've never seen someone move. I've never seen like a, a not agent move that fast." And he's yeah, like, "You, you move fast enough." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but I think Seraph was a dope character. Like, I feel like he was yeah, like utilized. So. Yeah, I, I kind of liked the, the, the idea of like the train station too. And I feel like that was an idea that didn't really train go man. far enough. Train. I don't care about train man, but I just, I liked the idea of that place. Um, do, does the movie ever explain what happens to that family? I know that the, a character, okay, never mind. Yes. <laughs> okay. Four. Yeah. But prior <laughs> to four, they do not, right? No. Like the, that, that, that concept leaves on a train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's oh, we didn't wait, talk- no. Yes, it is explained because Neo Neo goes into the Oracle's house and Sati's there. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Cookies need love. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another great yeah. line. So, <laughs> what have you done? And then Smith shows up. Cookies need love like everything does. <laughs> I mean, that's all I have to say about the Matrix Revolutions. I don't know if anyone else has anything else they want to add about that. I feel movie. like there was something I want to say. Oh, it, this is not, not super important, but Neo, I get that it's like out of the ordinary, but there is maybe one guy in the last three years that's been calling you Mr. Anderson the way Bane has done. And you're like, I don't know what's going on, man. What are you what are you talking about? I can't Mr. see you. <laughs> these human these meatbags stink ugh, 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 ugh. I don't who who are you <laughs> Mr. Anderson you and I what like come on you're the one I, like, put it together I will say it was a very bizarre choice to have him have his eyes burned out 
Yeah, I hated it. I hated yeah. that part of the um, movie. Like when I saw it originally, I fucking hated it, and I was just like, I feel like there's probably some sort of either religious undertone to that, or some sort of other like reasoning for re- it. He was supposed to rely on the Matrix. He was supposed to be to rely on being able to see. I guess not the Matrix. He was supposed to be able to rely on seeing otherwise. Yeah, his his other sense. That's why when when they're flying over the the machine city, he's like below us. It's the feeding fields, right? Yeah. Yeah. How did you know that? Yeah. I'm the one. Um. <laughs> there was a okay. There was also because Jen made me watch this too. Because when I put on the fucking uh, Justin Timberlake and Sean William Scott parody thing of the matrix she was like oh you have to watch the sarah jessica parker one now too have you seen that one wait which one is it there there's another mtv movie awards thing that is like sex in the city and the matrix and i that one must be for the first matrix based yeah because that one parodies the first matrix but it was also pretty funny did you guys watch Uh, i don't know they have they have jimmy fallon playing neo and it's bad but like bad in a good way like it's really bad you can do the robot with JT. Robot with JT. Do the pot. Do the naked pot. Wait, did you guys watch Sensei 8? Whatever show. I think it was on Netflix. Sensei 8? I didn't watch Sensei 8, no. Okay. That's also what Chaz yeah. So I was just looking up who wrote uh, Resurrections, and it's that dude and some other dude that have done little to no writing except for like Cloud Atlas. Hmm. So that wraps us on the Matrix original trilogy. Does anyone else have anything you want to add about the Matrix trilogy? Do you think that's air you're breathing? That's all you had. <laughs> no, I think it's air go, Mike. All right, I'm not doing the next episode. Wait, what was what was the tweet I sent the other day? Do you think shrimp cook? <laughs> I forget what it was. It's like you think uh, shrimp. <laughs> I think I think removing my thoughts on four, if if these three movies stood alone as themselves and there was no resurrections. Um, I'd I'd still be happy with the trilogy overall. I just think three is a very weak film. Um, I kind of look at it like the way I look at Game of Thrones in some regards. That like you had such a fucking awesome thing going, and then like the way it ended was just so subpar that yeah. it kind of takes away from something that was so good. I mean, I'll never talk bad about the original Matrix, and mm-hmm. I liked Reloaded too. But like, it's it's so tough to like a movie that's based off of three movies to have the conclusion of it be so poorly done mm-hmm. just fucking taints the, so much of the, a good thing the final scene of the movie is is it the machines backing Talking off to the of Oracle, Zion? isn't it but no isn't oh no I forget. isn't that the end isn't the end of the movie the, the movie ends like that, right? Is that the final scene, or is there some other scene after it, the end? No, aren't they talking with the, the Oracle? And isn't the architect sitting down That's talking? Right. Yes, that is a question yes. I have. And this is, and if this is an answer for four, then we will not answer it here. But she says to the architect, "Like you have to let the others go." Who the fuck is she talking about? Or release the that, others? I I assume that she meant like everybody that was plugged into the, the humans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, like unplug everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Everyone, I, that's not okay. All right. I mean, that clearly didn't fucking happen. But uh, yeah, right. spoilers, bro. We ruined them. You know. Whoops. I mean, how are they, how are they fucking doing that without that? Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to say about the Matrix movies? Yeah. Well, there you have it. 
Uh, that has been us talking about Matrix One, Matrix Reloaded, and Matrix uh, Revolution. They're they're. I still think, even though I think two and three are not great, I think they're all worth watching. Still, I think they're enjoyable enough. But if you just want to watch one, I think Matrix again can stand alone on itself as a as a very very uh, good piece of entertainment. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode, episode two ninety two of the Pass Control Podcast. Uh, as always, if you want to find everything we do, you can go to PassController.io, Twitter and Instagram at PassController. You can find me at Groom. You can find Mike at underscore Michael Path, Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature, and Dom at PTC underscore one little spark. Until next time.